0: Hello, Asian. Welcome to episode 517 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I can't talk right now. Unique New York. Unique New York. I'm Tyler. And join me. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: I'll tell you what, man. I'm. Pretty nice right now. I'm feeling pretty good. And the reason why I'm feeling so pretty good is because I've been playing mostly N64 stuff this past week. Nerd. And uh, I really wanted to try to put this Pikachu N64 I had gotten like about a week or two ago out of layaway at a pawn shop. And I just wanted to try to put it through its paces. I'm liking the results so far. Other than that, though, I got back to work after spending like a week off for vacation stuff it wasn't so bad. Honestly, it wasn't so bad. A lot of the different like work stuff really wasn't as stressful and stuff. There are a bunch of other like uh, volunteers and some other the workers are taking their little breaks and stuff, taking their vacation stuff starting this week, this past week as well. Not too frustrating, but uh, other than that, though, I'm getting rather excited in regards to the games that are releasing by the end of this month. Particularly like, Mario Plus rabbits, obviously. Mm-hmm. That Kingdom Battle stuff looks good. i a week waiting away. Up- I'm also waiting upon the reviews for, like, A Plague Tale Requiem. Because that's one of the games I have my Fantasy Critic League things. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just that, but, like, two other games as well. So, like, three in the span of this month. And it's kind of interesting because it's, like, in the span of about a week or a week and a half or so. I'm probably going to know what direction <laughs> I'm going to be leading into for this stupid fantasy yeah. critic stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been pretty nice. How about yourself, Tyler? How have you been doing?
0: I'm oh, doing okay. You know, clanging and banging as always, uh, kind of same as you. We just kind of, it's the calm before the storm mm-hmm. for uh, video games. Yeah. Cause, uh, we've been talking about it. The, the, uh, the, the next, it's like the last week before the next, like six, seven weeks of just an onslaught of, uh, big games come out like i think Mm -hmm. i looked it up i have like 11 games i want to play um that like for sure want to play between now and the end of the year or like between basically between the 18th of october to the 13th of december i think there's 11 games that for sure i want to play uh then there's a few that i'm like i'm waiting on reviews on so it's like fuck i don't like I, i don't know where i'm gonna have the time to play all these games so uh yeah it's definitely uh Yeah, next week's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a good time. Got Plague Tale Requiem and um, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. So uh, I don't know, like I don't even know how like two of the probably two of the biggest games for me this year coming out um, coming out within you know two days of each other. So that's pretty fucking crazy. I don't know. I I don't know how I'm gonna um, manage the time on this shit. I'm gonna have to pick one between the two to start before uh, and play through those. Uh, and then it's like, well, then you look at Friday on the 21st, it's like new tales from the borderland. That's a maybe for me. Um, I feel like that's going to have, that's going have to have really good reviews for me. I want to play it though. Like Gotham Knights, it's a definite maybe for me. Um, what, what was the other games? Oh, there's percent of five. That's going to be, that's going to be down the line for me. And then what was the other game we were talking? Oh, Ghostbusters. I'm like, fuck The reviews. have mm-hmm. been slowly coming out for that. And they have been pretty good. And I'm like, God damn it. It's, like, it's only 40 bucks. Do I want to play it? Maybe wait for like maybe I can get up like twenty or something for Black Friday. I don't know, Gables. First yeah, man, problems. I,
1: that's the thing though. I'm kinda of waiting for Black Friday thing this this year in general because I'm kinda of wanting to see what games released this year have are gonna be steeply discounted and stuff. I'm definitely looking for the physical forms of a lot of that stuff. I've been going a lot of I've been going over a lot in regards to the whole internet situation in regards to like not just data cap stuff, but also just trying to figure out things to save things here and there. But uh, one thing I want to try to go forth and aim for is maybe less like big download stuff yeah. in general. Because you know how these current gen games now where it's like over 100 gigs and stuff just to download like a full on game, not counting certain updates or like certain yeah. like expansion stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm fairly excited to see what will come out for sale by then. But that's like a month from now. But yeah, I'm, I'm mostly excited to see how well Plague Tale: Requiem does, and like Banetta Three, obviously, and like uh, like Marvelous Rabbits and stuff. Then mm-hmm. obviously the obviously like the other games and stuff maybe hit or miss or something. But as far as game purchases goes and stuff, I'm gonna look to see how the finances are. But I know for sure November. But if I do have some extra stuff, maybe I'll find something. Never know, but. I've been quite happy with what I've been playing, certain so far.
0: Not oh, good. Yeah, I've just been—I've been in that holding pattern, just waiting for. I don't really want to start anything. Don't really want to play much. Uh, I did play—I did play a game today, though. Um, uh But uh, definitely, it's just definitely a waiting till uh, till then. But uh, I'm, I forgot to mention this last week, but uh, we didn't talk about the Mario trailer or the uh, the new Pokemon like fifteen minute uh, video we did. And That's because Gables and I live reacted to them. Yes, we did. Um, so, if you if you listen to us or watched us last week, or if you were like wanting to to hear our thoughts on those, you go back and look. And our, our, if you're uh, an audio listener, and you only listen to us on audio. Uh, please go to our YouTube channel. it's in the sh- it's in the show description, along with all of our other links to a lot of other socials and um, stuff like that. Uh, and go there and you know like click on that click on that subscribe button, ring that bell, hit the likes, all the things that everybody else tells you to do. Um, and you can see uh, we did a full. Uh, live react to the Mario trailer, and then we watched, Gables and I watched the uh, Gables. Already watched it, but we, he watched it with me um, mm-hmm. as I watched for the first time the Pokemon trailer, and then we kind of did a whole full breakdown. But if uh, you're wanting, if you're wanting to hear more about that, um, please go check those out and hit that like while you're at it. Um, but yeah, you know, Gables, I, I did want to talk about wasn't the Mario movie. Um, okay, I feel like Nintendo is missing the boat here on something that would just generate. I don't want to say, you know, billions, but let's just say it was like trillions, possibly even. Um, we all remember one of the greatest Mario games ever to be to be made. And Gables, as soon as I, you already know what I'm talking about. Okay. The super famous Super Nintendo game, Mario is Missing. Okay. Why isn't there a spin off game about Mario's ass called Mario's <laughs> Ass is Missing?
1: <laughs> okay i was not thinking about this direction but uh <sighs> instead like, of traveling
0: through time to find mario we travel between games to figure out where in that timeline did he lose his ass
1: oh my god dude could you just imagine i mean tyler granted did you ever play mario was missing back in the day
0: uh unfortunately i rented it yes it was very bad
1: Yeah, you and I are the same boat. I've also rented it back in the day as well, and uh, just imagine this. Instead of, like, going through the historical events, like you were just stating, like going through the random series of events or something like that in order to try to find Mario's ass, having to Go to a water world and surf on a surfboard in order to try to collect certain items to go to a specific time point yeah. that you needed to go to. And yes, yes, listeners, that's something you would do inside this game. Mario was missing.
0: Did Angry Video Game Nerd do with a video on this one? I feel like he had to because if not, yes, he
1: has. I okay. think it was I've for the NES Impossible SNES copies. I think he did both of them. Now that I think about it, but uh, yep, here yeah, it as is, a kid back in, from like a kid back in the day and stuff. Ago playing that game yeah playing that game in general trying to not only understand a lot of the historical stuff but then having to do it over and over again only for bowser to somehow escape a split second before because i had missed one particular piece of information <laughs> i wanted to try to beat that game in the span of a like a couple of days before returning it and i never did and i never wanted to ruin it again after that <laughs>
0: Okay, I didn't even get that far because I was I'm, I was too dumb of a kid to figure out like how like wh- where do these things in the timeline match up? <laughs> but I'm like okay, like I don't feel like uh, these are for like kids, and I don't think most kids know these things. But okay, um, yeah, that game was trash. It's bad game. But I mean, imagine how good that game would be, though. Think about it, let think, think. about. It. Think about. It. Think about. It. Think about. Think If they did that, and you just traveled from game to game, uh-huh. figuring out what caused his ass to go missing and figure out where we're missing. That'd be fun. Like a back to the future style game. Uh, you know, we get the, we get the old man from Luigi's mansion. He builds a time machine and then we, we go around from maybe when he got kidnapped in Luigi's man, one of the Luigi's mansion games, he lost his ass in the painting somewhere. Um, maybe when he got sucked inside of Bowser's mind, with the cap with Cappy, uh, maybe something went wrong there. Um, I mean, he had an ass in that game with a screenshot to prove it. So somewhere between him being sucked into Bowser, uh, and this movie trailer, he lost his ass, and mm. uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> that is my goal.
1: Well, well, the clues are just littered around everywhere, aren't they? Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> and we're gonna figure it out. Um, Hello, high water. Um, but Gables.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Extra life is coming November fifth. Yes, it is. Um, One of It's my. I always talk about. It. It's my favorite, least favorite day of the year. Uh, look to, look forward to it all year round I'm literally getting chills. Just think about it right now. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a great fun day, uh, doing it for a good cause. And it's also a miserable day, but it's all worth it because we're doing it for a good cause. Uh, if you're asking yourself, what is extra life? It is a video game charity that's been going on since 2008. Uh, all for a girl named Tori who sadly passed away at the age of 13 from God uh, cancer, um, mm-hmm. down in Houston, Texas. Uh, she, uh, they, uh, so a guy named doc Adams created this charity for her to right. help raise money so that like the school can have like, or the school, the hospital rather what could have video games, um, to play for the kids to play and stuff like that. And then it kind of blew up into the thing that, uh, goes on in, uh, between the United States and Canada where everybody can now participate all around the world. Um, and you can raise money, uh, for the, the hospital you're choosing in the United States, anyone in the United States or Canada. Uh, I picked the one in Iowa city. Um, mm-hmm. Gables picks one in Seattle. Yep. Um, this is my 11th year. This is Gable's 10th year. Uh, this is, the, f- I believe, the 15th year overall um, for it. Um, it's raised well over $100 million in its, in its time of doing this. Um, like I said, we play games for 24 straight hours. You have people donate and help you, you raise money um, to do, while you do that. And there's some cool stuff you can get when you hit certain uh, benchmarks. Like uh, I got, this is the new one this year. If you raise 200 bucks, you get this T-shirt. Um, that little, if you're listening to, or if you're watching us, that right there, I'm pointing at. Um, that lights up. It's an extra life light, which is really cool. Nice. And, um, you can like spell words on it. It's pretty cool. Um it's all. Uh, you get like 500 bucks. I have a. You can see this if you're watching on YouTube. That little thing right there. That is my gold medal for hitting a thousand. I got two of those and a silver medal for hitting five thousand. So really cool thing. I've got like I don't know 14, 15 T-shirts at this point of extra life. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really cool thing uh, that you know we do every year. We play. We all get together. Uh, hop in a party chat, um, bullshit for uh, twenty four straight hours, and just have a great time playing video games. And uh, you know, every every week we do this, we talk about it. Um, we give out some tips, and we talk about it a little bit. You know, like you you want like um, eat healthy. Um, you know, we talk about that already. Uh, you know, get a good night's sleep before then. Uh, 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 plan plan ahead. Have games ready to go. Have them updated and ready to go. Um, one of the big things, big things, talk about last week was plan. Playing more games than you'll you than you'll need. um Always be ready. Like you do know, like oh I'm like uh, I I say this every year to people and I I break that rule most years where it's like I'm like oh okay like last year I thought about like last year Far Cry Six was gonna be my game of extra life I played for like two hours I'm like this game is not good and then I'm like well crap that was the game that I was gonna take up most of my extra <laughs> life. uh So always have you know you know you think you think you might be fine with these four or five games. You know, maybe maybe pick, have like ten ready to go. Uh, like I said, down, make sure they're downloaded, updated, ready to go. Especially if they're like multiplayer games. Um, I you know always like if you got like Rocket League or um, Overwatch or anything like that, Fortnite. Uh, make sure you have those ready to go. And, and that way you're not like, hey, well, we're all hop hop into a game at Rocket League and you're like, oh crap, I'm I gotta download it and it's like, you know, it's like an eighty gigabyte download. So make sure all that shit's ready to go. Um, you know, we talk about you know take breaks. Uh, throughout the day, hmm. this is not a little 24 hour marathon. Uh, right, I would say the like the major out of like that 24 hours, I typically probably play in actuality like 20 to 22 hours. um You know, I will take you know take go for a walk if it's nice enough out. Take you gotta, obviously got to take your dog out. You gotta get up, walk around, stretch a little bit. um You know, you got you got everybody's gotta poop. Everybody poops. um but Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Give us if there's like anything else like you could think of. Uh, that you would, that you recommend for people like, you know, we've you know, you've know you obviously been doing this for a long time too.
1: Well, honestly, I, I, I honestly don't have anything more to contribute in regards to that stuff, but, uh, yeah, I think we pretty much covered over what we got personally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, one, one thing though. Oh, you know, if you, even if you're by yourself, just make, make it like, if you're on like, uh, I don't know, I don't know how it works on the PC side of things, but, if you're uh, on Xbox or PlayStation, create a party chat, make it open for people to hop in. Yeah. And yeah. just do like, well, I've done that a lot of years in the past where, like, on, on like, PlayStation, you can name the party chat. And I just like, extra life party chat, you know? Uh it's just kind of like, and leave it open. And you like that, just kind of tells people, like, hey, there's open spots, just hop on in and come in and bullshit with us, you know? And uh, kind of helps, you know, kind of makes it so more people are just, you don't feel like, oh I don't know if I should jump in on this. Like, Hey, no, you, everybody come on in. I always talk about, you want that ringer. You want, it's always great. You want people um, to be a part of your group that aren't participating in actual life. Cause they, you know, you have like people come in at like midnight, 11 o'clock. It's always on a Saturday. You can do it on Saturday. You can do whatever you want, but um, you know, you can hop in and uh, just bullshit with you and uh, kind of keep you company and play some games with you or uh, you play games with you. Or Sometimes people just hop in and just play some games and they just hop in your party chat while they're playing games and talk to you. And that's, always great and it's like you know they're not completely exhausted because they've not been playing games all day and they're just maybe they're just playing street fighter or something or um or they're just they jump in and like hey like play a game with you like remember like justin my best friend jumped in one year with us and uh a bunch of us played friday the 13th in the middle of the night and he stayed with uh, gables and i until the very end until like six seven eight o'clock in the morning um that cool trick gables has been doing for the last four or five years now that I stumbled upon last year by doing, I just couldn't sleep. I was so excited. It's my Christmas, you know? Um, I woke up at like one, two o'clock in the morning. My time, Gale is two hours behind me. And he always starts around midnight. So a little after midnight. So I jumped on about an hour before him. uh, And I ended up getting done. Like, I think it was like two in the morning or something like that. And uh, it was great. Like, I mean, it was definitely still tough, but uh, not having to, Sit there because we always doing on at saving time as well. So not having to, um, you know, you get up, start at seven o'clock in the morning. uh used like some days, some weeks, some years, I start at like nine in the morning, um, and like you gotta go through that whole day, and then you get to the evening, and then the sun's gotten, the sun's down now, and now it's midnight two. And you gotta watch the sun come up in the morning. It's just really hard. The hardest part, though, the one that always, and I know it's coming, and I know it's gonna be hard. And you never are prepared for it because you're, you know, if you started like six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, it's like at two o'clock that, that, that clock goes back an hour. And yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not saying you play 25 hours. You can do that. I've done that in the past, not doing that anymore, especially now, too old, 33 years old. It's too hard. Um, I could barely stay up till 10 o'clock on the weekend anymore. Um, but uh, that's just, it totally, is, it's a mind fuck. It really is. It is a, it is the wall. You hear about people like running marathons. Obviously, we're not running marathons. So that's, does it look like I run a marathon? No, um, but um, you know you hear about people when they when the, in the marathon when they're running one and they're like running that like you know was it what's a twenty six k's or something like that? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is. Uh, but uh, or twenty six miles. I don't remember. But um, uh, oh, what's going on? I totally lost it. Oh, but like they hit they hit that mental wall. And that every year for me is always that mental wall. That's like, like I might already be struggling a little bit, uh, but it's like, boom, it's like, that is like, all right, I just like ran head first into this wall and I don't know if I can come back from it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was nice last year. Like I got like, basically when the hour went back, I was done. So I went to go to bed and I didn't completely like, I'm exhausted. It took me like a couple days to recover from extra life uh but I didn't totally jack up my sleep schedule and I was still able to get a solid like I think five six hours of sleep in. because 'cause I've done it in the past, like I said, where cool you get done eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Now it's you sleep till noon, one o'clock and it's like, you know, you gotta like you've only got a few hours of sleep and then you gotta somehow go back to sleep at, you know, at your normal time. It just doesn't happen. So um but yeah, that's things like that. I mean I just it obviously if you can't do you can't do that, but uh something I recommend for people. Um but Gables is the video game podcast where we talk about yeah. video games. So let's um let's get into those. Uh, not a lot. It's been kind of a light week for news. Um, but I thought we'd start off here, Gables, with Overwatch 2. Um, okay. A lot of things going on with them. They had a really rough launch where it came out um, a couple weeks ago, October 4th, to, um, and so about a week and a half ago. And on October 9th, they or October 9th, or October 3rd, they completely shut down the servers for overwatch one. The 2016 game of the year is dead, Is dead. You can't play yep. anymore. It's gone forever. That's um, correct. And then they said, if well, you put the disc in overwatch one, it turns to two stuff like that. Uh, but it's free to play download. You can just, you don't need the disc for, for that to do it. Um, and then October 4th came, it came around and people couldn't get into games. You had to wait for forever to, to potentially just get in. Uh, and then the following day, uh, it was down for essentially multiple days because of DDoS attacks. Um, there's been a lot of balancing issues because it's, it's technically early access. And uh, the people are upset about the battle the, the, the battle pass. Like, I don't have a problem with battle passes. I think that's probably the best, like, middle ground we've had when it comes to, like, you know, microtransactions and stuff. Um, like, it's not, like, it's, it's not loot boxes where it's all randomized and, like, they control with bullshit. Uh, you know, like, how hard or easy how much money you gotta spend to possibly these things like at least you can just like okay level 50 I get this um, and, and you can spend extra money if you want to up, raise your levels every game does that but uh, people were compl- I guess the complaint was like it would take you like 68 days of play time to unlock everything in the game um, on the battle, battle pass and like all the skins and everything that are on the battle pass um, and then yeah because they had the multiple DDoS tax uh, they've had a like there's players that like a bunch of characters that to like take out of the game for right now because of balancing issues. Uh, and then now there's an issue where, uh, a lot of technical issues, stuff like that. And now there's an issue where, um, it is restarting people's computers because it overheats the CPU so bad that it gets, it, it gets to like over a hundred degrees and then the computer shuts off on it, on its own to basically save the computer and not literally start a fire. um, so
1: yeah. Um <laughs> oh and you also forgot about like uh like one or two different things though for okay. because of their recommendation, their their actual recommendation of like uh having you have your phone number on your battle like uh the whole yes. battle thing and stuff like that, your ID account for Activision Blizzard and stuff. There were some players that could not even play the game because of uh well their they did not phones. have they had prepaid phones, yeah. So for someone like me that could potentially want to play the game, but I can't because I have a prepaid phone. Well, you can't
0: play it on mobile, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, well, mobile, yeah, that's true. But at the same point, I was in the assumption though that it was for console and PC players no. as well.
0: No, it's only mobile. Uh, like I was able to play Overwatch 2, and I've never. I don't have my. They don't have my phone number or anything. So okay. Um, yeah. So I. I so other companies do that, like Modern War or uh, Call of Duty has the same thing, and it's a good idea. The phone, the phone thing is, cause a, a major issue with these games is like the cheating and shit like that. And you know, like it's all, it's all, unless people want to buy and have entirely different phone plans, like no one's going to create alt accounts so they can like beat the shit out of like, you know, lower level people. Um, right. So like, it's a good idea. It's just the, they just really bungled, uh, that that's a major issue where you yeah, have like a pre, you have a pre phone, uh, if you have Cricket Wireless or something like that, you can't use it, um, which is fucking um, wild. Um, that They, is. they, the they got rid of, of, that. of that. Yeah. Yeah, they got rid of it, which is, I guess, good. But I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't have a major issue with that. Like obviously, the fact that prepaid, like they need to fix that. But like I don't know, I think that's kind of a good middle ground because like you can kind of you can kind of prevent that stuff um, on consoles with because you pay for the online. They kind of they kind of help prevent. You know, people like with alt accounts and shit like that. But uh right?
1: Um... the authentic the authentication or something like that in regards to entering your phone number, that's no issue that I have in that regards. I mean it's incredibly smart on their yeah end because they wanna place the account to the player and having phone number stuff recommendations and stuff and authorization stuff like how similar sites do that i mean that's incredibly smart with that regards but the issue at point though that some players have had and stuff is because of the lack of execution of how that was implemented it isolated a slew of players from even signing into a specific portion the play overwatch 2 in general which yeah didn't grant them that and it's kind of viewed as sort of like well terrible on blizzard's end because it's like you had this alongside other things that should be a guaranteed thing at launch and still yeah. it's still fucking having to go back and just having to take out or like trying to do that type of shit in general just to try to fix it you know it's yeah yeah
0: um yeah it's just it's just another you know i don't know what's notch in the belt another thing like just one more like just more bad press Like Mm. Activision, like I mean, I think Model for Two, Model Warfare Two comes out. That comes out in a couple weeks, Um, right? I mean that, like I, I mean, I bet that probably does pretty well, uh, review wise and sales really well. Um, But they just haven't had a win in a long time. Uh, Between uh, them closing all the studios to like to go work on Call of Duty, uh, the fact Call of Duty is taking next year off, Um, they have obviously everything going on with the sexual assault and the the culture issues like that's awful. Um yeah. I mean that's obviously the worst part of all this but um just sticking with the game side of things, the business side of things it's like they you know then we see the saving grace here with the uh, Microsoft buying them. Um it's like cool maybe they can fix this uh, dumpster when like when Blizzard you know was always like doing really well. They were like they never like even with all the bullshit we could pitch about Activision. Like Blizzard was always doing super well on their own. They had the whole thing where like years ago with it's really funny now. Remember years ago when they had that the what was that? QuakeCon not QuakeCon. What was the, what's their the Blizzcon, BlizzCon? Where they, they they announced the um Diablo uh uh mobile game and they're like, We don't want this. It's like it's like Diablo d- models. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, doesn't everybody have a cell phone? And it's like it's funny now. <laughs> it's like, well, well, yeah, everybody has a cell phone. You won't let them play on it. Um, so, yeah, then we had the, the album Immortals come out, and people were actually were pretty positive about that, actually. Uh, and then that just, after, like, a week or two, no one's talking about that, and a lot of people are frustrated. Well, there is the, a
1: reason why people are not talking about that is because the microtransaction stuff inside yes. of it, you had to spend at least over, some players had to spend at least, like, in order to get what they want, in order to progress their character, it would spend a of like a thousand, some players yeah, maybe a thousand, some like $5,000 of in game of actual real money in order to get advancements inside that game. That's why it yeah. died so quickly.
0: Yeah. And so it was crazy. Is like, they never like, you see this all the time. We're a game. Like, I think a, like they put out things and they kind of like, or, like, they kind of overcharge a lot of things. And then yeah. like, they, they do it on purpose to obviously maximize profits. Uh, and then they wait for the outrage and then they kind of like, okay, well, now we're going to go down a little bit. Uh, Diablo mortals just never changed anything. Uh, they no. just kind of quietly never did. And I think that's probably a pretty big reason why I'm sure there's still a lot of people playing. Like, you hear about these, like there's always like mobile games or PC games or free to play games that like we've never heard of or don't even think about. And they're just fucking massive. Um, and we don't, they make billion dollars a year. And it's well, like, yeah. we never, we don't think, but it's like, they just have I mean, I would be, I'm not, I don't think this is like, I don't think Diablo mortals is that, but, It could be doing really well. We don't even know about it. But uh, yeah, you have all that. You have obviously now you have this. Um, It's yeah. Like Blizzard is just like everybody like World of Warcraft. Like the developers hate the fans and the fans hate the developers there. Like they can't get a win there. Um, It's just wild, man. Like. uh, Yeah. Like it's crazy how like we see like EA pivot in the last five or six years. And like we've been like really positive about i mean not it's obviously they have their issues but you look at kind of what they were doing like they are like they've told totally, you like changed the their focus on things we're like
1: it's been the like EA origi- half, and half yeah
0: but i mean like they it's uh, they went all in on like big huge open world games and live service and um free to play and it's like now we have like ea originals like it takes 2 one game of the year last year um we have uh star wars fallen order we have fucking dead space coming out here soon like, um, they're making the next uh, game from it takes two developers. Like,
1: we, yeah, we, we're seeing even like, though, even though like one of the major missteps from EA in recent years has been the whole Battlefield twenty forty, some on. Yeah, yeah,
0: Battlefield. I mean, that's what I mean though. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not giving them like they're not perfect at all. Right. But no, I'm I, like they they there's at least like they're making positive steps in other areas where it's True. like I think they like you see you're like okay like we can't rely on these things because if we have you know, we have a couple of big misses here. We're kind of fucked. Look at Ubisoft. They're kind of fucked. Like not yeah. kind of fucked. They're not, they're good. Like, they're not going like there's okay. But like they're like, there have been, it's a, maybe they're not okay. I don't know. But they are in just a really weird spot where it doesn't seem like they don't know what they're doing. They're just throwing shit at the wall, hoping something sticks, but they like, they have zero support or push behind anything. Um, and we just don't feel good about their products really, except for Mario plus rabbits. um, and well, at, the, at the
1: end of yeah. the day though it's like when ubisoft and stuff they pretty much stirred themselves into this back corner yeah. from a lot of their misfires with other stuff as well yeah, yeah.
0: and that's what i mean like all of these studios like the big three of like the third parties have kind of like put themselves they've backed themselves in these corners and we're seeing ea do a pretty good job of like mm-hmm. you know working their way out of that and like yeah they're gonna they're gonna have some misses here and there everybody's gonna have some misses um but you know like it's kind of crazy when we look at like man we're, like Feeling pretty good about EA right now. Like they're actually like looking pretty good. Like they'll be okay. Like, um, yeah. But it's like, I mean, it's just, it's nuts that they, like I said at the top, they killed one of the biggest new IPs of. I mean, I don't think it's hyperbolic to say of our lifetime, an Overwatch. That game blew the fuck up. Like, remember Battleborn came out the same week, and it was it came dead. Out the same week. Yeah, it was dead immediately we liked it i liked it quite a bit um we played a fuck ton of it uh but uh the overwatch was just better um and i mean we talked about it a couple years ago like they killed over they stopped supporting overwatch when it was still one of the biggest games ever a few years ago to work on overwatch 2 delayed yep. it multiple times now it comes out early access they killed the old one to force people to go here to so like well because I, I think they found like the people they like you know, because like people, like people that played the game the most, were spending the least because they like yep. they played it so much they unlocked everything and they got earned enough in-game credit and they built up enough that they were able to just buy like buy the shit with the in-game currency without spending a dime. Um, and then this is like their work and like obviously like I don't, know, it's just it, it, the whole like this just seemed unnecessary. It seemed like they, they they killed Overwatch One to force people to play this one so they can make more money, and it's like. I understand it. We know that. We're not stupid. It's just like I talk about like it's like in politics. when They, talk about, they say a lot of things without saying a lot of things, like without going out and saying them. You just got to read between the lines. And like you don't say the quiet parts out loud. And it's like Overwatch 2 is them saying those quiet parts out loud. It's like mm-hmm. they're not going out and just saying it, but they're just making it extremely obvious what they're doing and uh going from 6v6 to 5v5 and it's like i play a little bit it's just front like you know it's like it's just a hard game because it's like everything is it's so team-based and so like everybody's got to be different classes everybody's got to work together and do this like fit their rules it's like you can't just like hop into a game with your friends and fuck around it's like splatoon i could just hop on and play splatoon and like not talk yeah. to anybody and have a great fucking time just go off my own corner here and, and spray paint in the ground and i might not win but hell i'm doing really good or I'm uh, maybe I'm doing okay and we win it's great um, and this you play with like randoms and it's like fuck man it's like I don't know Like they're getting mad at me because I don't know what I'm doing I'm not very good at these games like I'm, I don't know I had a lot of fun with Overwatch 1 and it's like I could just jump into a game and like not really fit a role and still have a good time and now it's like with 5v5 now it's like you have to like fit your role I don't know it's just it's just sad you know I don't yeah. know yeah I don't know but, uh, yeah if you, was there anything else you wanted on that one?
1: Really, not too much more into it, because it's like, with this type of issues with the launch of Overwatch 2, I mean, yeah, it is pretty plainly obvious what they initially have intended to do, and that was to make more money in terms of what they wanted to nail to the ground, which was get rid of the other game, the original game, that was their most successful IP since World of Warcraft, in my honest opinion, mm-hmm. then... Get rid of like the old aspect of like making it so much attainable for people to get everything unlocked without having to spend a dime. Now you have people complaining that it's going to take at least sixty-eight full days in order to unlock everything inside the damn game. Because mm-hmm. the reason, obviously, the reason why companies go and make it so incredibly hard for free-to-play games to like people to earn stuff in free-to-play games, and is to go forth to force you to spend on these currencies, these battle passes, these everything else, so that way it gives you the illusion of, hey, I put some money in, now I can actually go forth and <laughs> enjoy the stuff that I am, and, you know, can actually entitle myself to actually enjoy inside this yeah. game, you know, it's, yeah, it's a vicious cycle.
0: Yeah, and people, you know, we'll talk about, this, we were talking about this before, about different game, we'll talk about here a little bit later, but, um, you know, we're, we're fine paying money for things, just, mm-hmm, make it good and worth it you know don't like I'm fine handing you money over just but like when I don't know, just don't fuck me when you do it you know like make it good um but uh moving on here to uh let's talk about Bayonetta. um okay so this kind of just popped up today uh Helena I believe Taylor is how you say her name or it might be mm-hmm. easier to Helena or Helena. Um, she was the voice a- voice actress of Bayonetta and Bayonetta Two. Um, she put out a video, so it kinda of was announced um about a month or so ago that uh Jennifer Hale, who is a fantastic voice actress, been around for a long time. Um uh, she was like Fem from Mass Effect, uh people mm-hmm. don't remember. Um so it kind of revealed about a month or so ago that uh Jennifer Hale was taking over Bayonetta three, uh as the voice yeah. of Bayonetta, Uh even though like all the other um Voices and and their languages are all keeping the same actress from before. Um, So they said that like they couldn't fit with their schedule. They tried to negotiate, stuff like that. But she was too busy, Uh, Helena was, to uh, do this. Uh, Well, Helena came out today and put out uh, about five minutes worth of video explaining what happened. Uh, She said, you know, she's like under an NDA, but she doesn't care at this point. Um, And said that uh, she had a... re uh go back in and audition again for her role and she said that's not super like it's not rare that rare for it to happen because like voices people's voices change over time and she said that she passed flying colors everything was fine there and they offered her um the role but only offered her four thousand dollars to play the role of bayonetta um obviously that's a slap in the face i think probably to anybody especially if you've done the voice in the past um, she did ask everybody, you know, to, uh, um, to boycott the game, um, and to donate that money instead to, a, to the money you would spend $6 you would spend or whatever, whatever it costs in your country, um, or by collector edition or whatever, uh, instead to a charity. Um, she said that like, obviously, um, you know, if you, if you still want to buy the game, that's fine. Um, but that's just, that's what she asked. So it didn't seem like she was like, she wasn't gonna really, be like super, she wasn't mad at people if they bought the game, but just, just like, Hey, like, um, I appreciate the support in this. And, uh, I was kind of kind of created a crazy ass dialogue about about this and um you know uh was it oh, god what was his name what was the uh the person she mentioned that we were talking about that was tweeting about it earlier uh Kamida K-K, I can't remember his name now the Adeki Kamiya. Yeah, thank you. Um is he's like the director of the games I believe. Um yeah. she said that she wrote him a letter or had a friend help translate and write a letter in Japanese to him. And she got a a, a written letter back from him uh saying they wanted to come back stuff like that and that's when they offered him the four thousand dollars um so yeah i think her biggest frustration was that they lied about why she wasn't a part of it saying that she was busy stuff like that and like she's talking about like you know i'm not rich uh she's like I i can't even afford a car um things like that and um yeah i don't know um a pretty a pretty crazy Gabe. Like we don't know the we don't know how much money these voice actors make. There was a big uh voice actor strike that happened um I believe in twenty sixteen or seventeen. Um, right. because they were pretty upset because I think at the minimum like the like it was like five five digits was like the the going salary for a lot of these like big voice actors and stuff like that. And um the frustration of a lot of them was like they wouldn't even know what they were making. Uh, sometimes until like either they got the, like they started doing the script or until sometimes if it was a newer IP, you know, like obviously if you're making a Batman game you're going to read the script, figure out, okay. Oh, reading the lines. Okay. I'm Batman. All right. I got it. Uh, but like some games you're like a newer IP or something different. It's like, you don't know what right. you're making until, you know, you don't, you for all you know, you're making an, an indie game with five people and then come find out you're making, I don't know, just hypothetically here, last of us, you know, it's like, well, wait, Feel like you probably could have paid me a lot more than what you paid me it's all oh, it's PlayStation doing this um but uh yeah I don't know I mean what was your thoughts when you when you when you heard all the skills
1: well first off it's like yeah it's unfortunate that she lost her voice acting role inside of Bayonetta 3 I mean yeah obviously if you're offered that kind of a meager sum in that regards four thousand dollars for this type of acting role I mean granted in the grand scheme of the whole voice actor, voice actors sort of feel for video games and stuff yes they are tendly tent, like tend to be paid a little less in regard not just a little less but like just paid less in general than what some of them should be getting paid yeah. but I will say that I am a side where we don't know every bit of the information coming out of this stuff we pretty much know a lot of from what she has posted on Twitter through these little five minute little video stuff and saying how she contacted Kamiya wrote, had, like, wrote a letter in, like, Japanese, had one of her friends help write a letter to him and stuff, and back and forth stuff. But uh, overall, in this regard, it's like, yeah, I think it's pretty sad, though, that uh, this is, like, another instance to where in the gaming industry where we have someone that's voiced a character for a long duration of time. She voiced Bayonetta for about seven years. It kind of draws parallels with with, uh, another series, another game, another voice actor obviously david hater from metal gear solid yeah highly upset he could not get the role of inside a, a big boss inside of metal gear solid 5 where he had been voiding voicing solid snake ever since the original release on playstation and this and that and i heard and then yeah, there was a bunch of people back then that boycotted metal gear solid 5 and this and that and stuff and granted yes with this news and everything else and stuff i kind of hope that there's like a kind of like middle ground solution or any type of positivity that comes out of this even though even though yeah being paid less for something as significant as say like a major gaming franchise or a gaming ip like bayonetta and stuff that is shitty in that regards but uh for bayonetta 3 for the success of the game and stuff i don't think it's going to really affect too much of like say like the no. success of the game in general or even like the boycotting affecting too much in regards to its sales, maybe some. But I draw parallels by banning a 3 to I do in a Metal Gear Solid 5 to where people were absolutely excited for Metal Gear Solid 5, even regardless of like David Hayter not voicing the main character of Solid Snake. And even though it was entirely shitty that he did not get the role and a lot of us. He yeah, wasn't Year even Solid contacted fans, about the role. wasn't even contacted about the role or something like that. And I would argue that's even shittier as opposed to... Her being, you know, obviously auditioning for the part and stuff, being offered the part, her turning it down because obviously it was too low. But at the same portion, you know, it's like. I don't think this is going to really pay too much of a factor of people's enjoyment for middle for like Bayonetta three in general. I mean, Jennifer Hale established voice actress and stuff. I did not even tell a I couldn't even tell a difference at first That was a different voice actor up until up until like uh Tyler you had showed me her video in regards to the original voice actors for Bayonetta and stuff and this and that. I mean Jennifer Hale, she does a great job in yeah. that regards. But that also kinda brings the question to me is how much she being paid just to do this role, you yeah. know, in general. Is she being paid more? Is she being paid the same price as what she was going through that, I, I, you know? I would hope
0: for Jennifer Hale you're doing you're making more than four thousand dollars to do this, but uh yeah, I, I, I feel like for this, like um that is I I that'd be insulting I think to anybody. Um, especially you know in the in that industry. Um you know, if, if she was offered I don't know what the going rate is, but say, let's just say you know, maybe she I don't know what she made the last time, but let's say they made her I and mean, she did mention at the top, like uh Bayonetta the franchise has garnered over a half a billion dollars in profit or over half a billion dollars. Sales before apparently. merch sales, yes. Just from the sales of the games alone. Uh, between Bayonetta one, two, and then their initial releases, and then the, the, all the like they just re-released it. They re-released Bayonetta one on the Wii U. They re-released mm-hmm. it on um, two on the Switch with one. They yep. re- re- they just re-released uh, Bayonetta on all the console, the new the new consoles uh, for and the tenth anniversary. Yeah. Um, so we've seen that game get released, re-released several times. Um, Absolutely, and they kind of do get like you know voice actors a lot of times, and like even the developers and stuff, they all get the shaft. Where like we were I was just talking, I was telling you before um, um, the show like Last of Us Part One when they re- they just put that remake out. Uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson did not get any more money for that for that game because uh, they, they just reuse their assets. So and like when they do remasters the game, put them out or port them years later, decades later, it's like they don't those voice actors or the the people that did the models and the um and all that they don't get any they don't get repaid for it and it's a bit shitty and it's awful i think you know they should get a percentage or something at least you know even if it's like a small percentage like i don't know a tenth of a quarter or something um per sale or dollar or whatever um but uh yeah i mean i agree with you on on the sense that like i don't think it's gonna make a drastic difference um and i've seen a lot of people like you know get upset about like oh well you know ign and GainSpot and all these all these um content creators are just gonna when the reviews come out they're just gonna talk about it like it's normal it's like just like overwatch and stuff like that and it's like i understand what you're saying i i understand it i do um i you know the stuff with blizzard and activision this is far different from that i don't want to put those mm-hmm. like these are apples and oranges of what we're talking about here um but I, I feel at the same time though it's that's i don't think that's really like it's their job to report it and cover these things. Um, But like, you know, if people individually on like that work for this, these websites or YouTube channels or whatever, if they want to talk about it, that's fine. But it's not, I don't think it's necessarily their job either to like, you know, like I don't think it like someone, I don't think Pierre Schneider from uh, IGN should be going out and say, we're not going to review beta three overwatch two or call of duty because of this. Like that's not their job. Like if if they wanted to, they could, um, uh, but I don't, I don't, they, I don't, it's not their job. That Like their job is like, yeah, do, should they cover it? Absolutely. Should this be, in which a they, lot of them are, covering, and they are like, covering a lot of this. Yeah. Yes. And that should be, yeah. If you want to like, Hey, if you like in the coverage of this, mention this stuff, totally fine. But like to sit there and say like, Ooh, they shouldn't like review this game because of that. like, oh, okay. We're just kind of go a little crazy here. Um, I, I I like I understand like you're they're upset. I think, yeah, it's bullshit. That's that's really if it's true and I mean it's kinda hard not to believe her if she has an NDA and they can sue her over this. It's like she's coming out against that, like I don't like she doesn't really have what does she have the gain about doing this to lie and do this? Like you know, she's not, she didn't start a Patreon or a GoFundMe. Like there was no financial gain in doing right. this. Uh, right, And she probably is, it's probably going to blackball her from a, some other studios in the future. Um, well, exactly. The for a job. So
1: at the same point, we're probably not going to hear too much more about this type of story and stuff, unless this continues on the court. And then a lot of the details are going to be leaked inside of court documents and this and the, that, well, yeah. but I don't, that's be, a I, speculate don't
0: yeah. I, I feel like yeah. though, like platinum games, and Nintendo, if this is true, they probably don't want to go to court. Cause then we'll find out, if they find out how much, if they find out we actually did offer, like that's finding out the truth, if, like matter of fact truth, is the, the allegation of this is way worse than finding out that like, oh no, that's actually true. So they're probably just going to leave this alone. Um, and we've heard that people like they've complained a lot, like you know, if like Nintendo is publishing this game, if they're a part of this, like a lot of people are upset with like Nintendo with the voice acting for like, um, uh, it was like uh, Cloud from from some uh, Smash Brothers, like they didn't get the English voice actor for the game. They just, they got the, the Japanese and all the other languages or they only got the Japanese one. They didn't get any other languages except for him um, for smash Brothers stuff like that. So it's like, it's a frustration there. Same thing with, um, what's the kingdom heart guy? Uh,
1: Oh boy. Um, Namora?
0: No, the, the guy that's in smash brothers. Oh, Sora. Sorry. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't, they didn't get uh Haley Joel Osment for the game. Stuff like that. No. So, Um, people like still like that major frustration, but like, hey, like, I wouldn't be shocked by this because it's the same people that were, you know, cheap about this. So I don't know, like, like I said, I like we're still gonna buy it. I'm not like if you if you decide to buy this because of that, that's fine. I respect that. And more Uh, power
1: to you. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and like especially if you donate that money to charity, even more power to you. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, like Mm -hmm. I mean, you you, comparing this Metal Gear Solid Five, like it's definitely a similar case, but. That one's a little different because like, that, that that's like too, yeah. one of like the probably five or ten most iconic voices in video game history. Like uh it's like Charles Martinet with Mario, uh Master mm-hmm. Chief, uh Solid Snake, and there's probably a few others in there too that people are probably yelling at me about for not saying, but those are like the three that come to mind right off the top. So um yeah. Um I mean hope I hope it works out and like if anything, just create the dialogue about you know, about our um voice actors and their pay. Um, uh, and you know, maybe this, maybe this kind of sucks for now, but maybe down the line, she crank, you know, makes it better for people down the road and maybe they make some, make some more money. Cause, uh, I always talk about when people like, I hear people like bitch about, you know, they talk about developers crunching. It's like, it's like, Oh, shut the fuck up. Just make the game. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I want to be true. Like, I don't want people to be punished for making video games. Uh, and it's like, I kind of want them to keep making video games. So it'd be great if they were cheated well and were paid well and treat like fucking humans. Cause we wouldn't like being treated like that. Um, no, absolutely not. We're not doing anything like what they're doing as far as like making video games that are going to make millions of people happy. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's like, we're making maybe a couple people happy a day. They're going to make millions of people potentially happy down the road. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, just be good people. You know, don't be a fucking asshole. Um, but Gils you know, let's move on. Um, Oh, yeah. <sighs> Boy, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say this, cables. Iono, you know. Oh, how let's
1: know. see, Iono, Iono.
0: Okay, we'll go with that. So we had two Pokemon trailers this week. We talked about literally during our live reaction for the Pokemon thing. It's like it's weird we haven't seen all the the gym leaders. We still have it, but we got the the new one. What do we agree on? Iono. E-O- I already forgot it. Eono. Yeah. Eono. We'll go if with it, that one.
1: Agree on that one.
0: So we got two trailers. We got her. She's like a. a, a streamer <laughs> yes yeah, she's a vtuber wow i hate it with vampire teeth god god um so we, we were introduced to her uh, um on the trailer we got on wednesday looks like she's like electric type uh, gym leader um and then we had another one on friday just get randomly dropped um with her new uh kind of it seems like it it's like her like main pokemon uh belly bolt looks like a fucking mm-hmm. um Teletubby is what I'm going to go with. He looks like a fucking Teletubby. Um, he's an uh, a electric type. Um, the Polygon article says he's very cute and they can fuck off. Um, he has an <laughs> expandable belly. Specifically, the electricity is generated in the yellow circle that looks like a belly button. Um, Gables, I hate everything about these trailers.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not surprised, really, because <laughs> planet, it was... Well... Not in that type of way, but at the same time, I'm not surprised because having watched those trailers this week, it was not only kind of jarring, but also kind of incredibly stupid. I mean, I can understand if they want to go from a VTuber direction, if that fits the persona of the character. But when that popped on 6 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, I woke up around 6 o'clock. Oh, okay, the new Pokemon thing is going to be coming on. I go through, I chill on YouTube, I could not find it for the life of me up until they... It was like a three-minute fucking trailer, Mm -hmm. like a three-minute Nintendo, like a Pokemon Direct trailer, and uh, watched it, got my initial reactions of it. It's like, okay, why is she speaking in Japanese? I mean, for all this other time and stuff, all the subtitles and the Japanese stuff, they would at least would have had this, like, inside of the actual full-on, like, uh, English like they have, like, in the other past ones. I mean... Granted, I have no problems with, like, reading subtitles and everything else like that. But at the same point, I thought it was kind of lazy on their end because they could have used, like, English dubbing. They could have, like, done uh... that way. But the whole presentation of the whole VTuber type of thing and that leading on to a different reveal for her partner Pokemon and stuff, I'm like, that was a... I can honestly understand that they wanted to try to separate it, try to make people guess. Okay, what's this new Pokemon going to look like? Oh, what's this and what's that and stuff. But honestly... I thought it was stupid because, for one, it's like you you make us wait for like another three or five minute clip, like a couple days later and stuff, where you just could have just shadow done, drop it. You could have just not just shadow dropped it on your YouTube page or like on Twitter or wherever the hell. You could have just made a one video, and then just showcase what is the key advantage in like key disadvantages of having this Pokemon Belly Bolt. Now, before the podcast, I showed Tyler a photo that I had saw on Instagram and stuff, and What I showed him of was the beta, one of these beta Pokemon from the old Gold Silver games back around the Game Boy. That Pokemon in general, this Belly Bolt, looks like the beta version for like Politoed back before they initially went with their final design for Pelt like Politoed. You can actually see the resemblances like the belly, the eyes and stuff, which, by the way, the eyes on Belly Bolt. Are, look like it's nose and mouth like a nose nostrils and stuff those are the eyes the things on the freaking head and stuff the eyes are sticking out and stuff they they're like more like a decoy and that also leads to the ability of this pokemon in general apparently this is the pokemon that uh has like a unique ability or something that could potentially be good based upon what else they introduce in it i'm not too familiarized with like the ability of it in general but i've heard people talk i've seen actually read a couple different things where people were talking about it. But uh the overall Pokemon itself I'm not really too like keen on right now for the design. I'm kind of wondering if the thing evolves or not. But uh the whole Let's presentation hope. from the Pokemon stuff, the whole introduction of Belly Bolt from Iono, the gym trainer, the electric gym trainer and stuff like that. I mean, VTuber, okay, that's kind of cute, this and that, you know, but oh. The way it was executed, the way it was presented, it seemed rather lack- lackluster and also seemed kind of insulting to some of us. Where it's like, if you're going to reveal a new Pokemon, don't waste our time Wake up <laughs> six in the morning just for some stupid shit like that. Yeah, go forth and just have something concrete to say. Oh, okay, here's a new Pokemon. Here's what I could do. You know, that's it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like or at least like say, hey, we're going out to announce gym leader. Don't just say, hey, there's going to be a new trailer dropping on on Wednesday at six six a.m. Pacific time. Um. Know, like at least if it's gonna be a gym leader, say it's a gym gym leader. You know, um, yeah. I a lot of people because like, I was like, oh, maybe we're gonna finally see the final evolution stuff like that. Um, That's I'm what at, most I, people thought. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we're I mean we're running out of time here, um, but um, yeah, I just the vo- I hated everything about it. I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I watched like the first like minute of the first one. I watched like a half of the, I, I watched like maybe like 30 seconds. The second one I couldn't do it. It's fucking awful. I hate everything about it. Um, It's annoying. It's like they try to like do the thing that like, like they try to like, cause there's just, there's a demographic of people that just find content creators, stuff like that. Annoying as fuck. Uh, I yeah. see that all the time. Like, ooh, just TikTok people, ooh, YouTube people just go and play video games all day or just talk about things and get money. It's like, yeah, that sounds fucking awesome. And they probably worked their fucking ass off to get there. Um yeah. uh yeah, and some are pretty annoying. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, but it just sounds like they just made like the worst stereotype of a streamer or content creator or a VTuber, um, yeah. and encapsulated <laughs> into somebody with vampire teeth for some reason. Um the, yeah the voice acting thing, like whatever um and i'm like is this like is this voice acting actually in the game or is it kind of like the trailer we had a couple months ago where they introduced like the school and all that and we go oh fuck yeah they got like a voice act they got voice acting in this and we found out later on no it's not nope. actually voice acting in the game um or is this kind of like in short and shield where they have the emo goth band guy and they did like a uh-huh. whole fucking concert and he was like it showed him singing but there was no words in there was no voice acting. They just had this. They played a whole concert with this. With this, the gym leader was a lead singer of a band, and it yep. showed him. It showed his mouth moving, and like he was singing. But there was no voice acting. Nope. It, it, is are we doing? Is that what we're doing here too? Did they not want? Could they not fire find somebody for four thousand dollars to do this? <laughs> Probably not. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, whatever. She's gonna be probably a small part in the in the game we're probably gonna see her a couple of times and we move on it's really not that big of a deal it's just like the way they built it and the way it's more the issue was more like they put out hey we're gonna have a, a trailer on like, oh fuck yeah okay cool especially after the one we got last week that was like a 15 minute long video um, yeah
1: even though it was mostly over things that we already knew but yeah so. <laughs> but it was more yeah
0: but i mean they at least introduced us like some stuff that was interesting it's like this is just like Okay. All right. Well, this is okay. That that that's a that's a thing. Uh, definitely glad I didn't like have to like yeah. You I know, wasn't like Gables getting up at 6 a.m. to watch this or like p- content creators that got up early on a Wednesday <laughs> to be insulted. <laughs> uh,
1: the reaction <laughs> of pokey was actually pretty hilarious, especially for guys like Tyran Guitar Tube and like A Drive and all of other shit.
0: Send me that video. I'd like to see that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. I'm come on. Fuck off. Fuck off. But uh, let's, let's get into some other news this week. Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna break this out to its own little thing here, Gables, because we could, we could probably have like a little mini topic over this. Um, so we've had some more. We've had some go- weird Gotham Knights updates. Um, yes, we have the last couple of days. Um, so yeah. Um, so review codes are out. We know that. We don't. Uh, Gables yeah. and I were trying to find uh, the embargo for these for the game. <laughs> Can't find it. We found. Nope basically every other game coming out next week we found the we found the review embargo for it uh, uh i think the what 11 a.m pacific time on monday for plague's tale requiem yes. yes um tales of the borderland is next thursday sometime uh ghostbusters spirits unleashed uh reviews are slowly coming out uh start as of yesterday um the only other ones we couldn't find was the mario plus rabbits uh true review um but if that comes out Thursday, my guess is Tuesday for that. Typically, Nintendo games are 48 hours out. So uh, that's my, my bet on that one. Um, couldn't find anything on Gotham Knights. A lot of discussion about this. Uh, but it was just an, kind of now like there were some leaks or something like that, I guess, from the reviews about the performance of this game. Come to find out uh, on, play, on console only. The game only runs at 30 frames per second. There's yep. no performance mode, or anything like that. Um, the PC version runs at 60, all that has ray tracing, all the things you want. Um, and then also this game is like the big push has been about multiplayer and like the four player, the two player up to four player multiplayer. Come to find out only two player is available at launch. The four player multiplayer does not come out until November 29th over a month after the game comes out.
1: Not to mention, the console version is more expensive. Yeah, so it's seventy dollars instead of sixty. Exactly, a ten dollar difference. So obviously, the internet took it like they normally do when something of this type of magnitude ends up happening with a game, and that is not only type of blown out of proportion, but also. They had a lot of fun memes as a result of it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was,
0: Gables and I, was looking for the review embargo for this, stumbled upon the Gotham Knights Reddit page. Um, had a good time just looking at the memes people were posting. Oh, yeah. And then also finding the people defending this game already. We already had the defenders Jesus coming Christ, out. Jesus
1: Christ, dude. I, I cannot see how you defend something like this, for God's yeah, sakes. I, I mean, mean, it's
0: it's not like a... This isn't like a deal breaker.
1: No. But it's
0: it's not a good sign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like... Dude from games that have done something similar to stuff like this in the past, it's never a good sign if you have to go forth and have to explain to your audience, like, why am I, like, why a am week I paying, out. like, a week out? Why am I paying $10 more for something that runs at a frame rate that is inferior to what another version is? $10 cheaper. Yeah,
0: and we don't have all this, like, we don't have ray tracing, all these other features. Um, this game better be 4K 30, at least, on my fucking PS5. Uh, yes,
1: and then go forth and explain to your consumer base like months ago that oh this could only be done on the PS5 and the Xbox yeah. Series X. And
0: yeah, they and they cancel Yeah, go ahead, sorry.
1: It, like they did they, they cancel those versions for the PS4 and for like the Xbox One and stuff like that, while maintaining that this is for the next gen consoles, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Series S, and then when this nugget of news came out and stuff and then they real then people gamers started realizing that hey the the superior version is pretty much on steam right now at this moment as of while we're recording 60 frames per second cheaper in terms of cost there's ray tracing there's all sorts of these bells and whistles and stuff that should be present inside of the PS5 the Xbox series mm. like X and S games and then you have people that are associated not only just with, like, not, like, the game itself, in the current game itself, but, like, just really much defending that or just blaming that, say, the Xbox Series S is the reason why yeah. that it's not, not like, up to snuff. I mean, that's complete and utter bullshit, yeah, in my we, opinion.
0: They had the Rocksteady tw- uh, guy, employee, tweeting out and, like, getting, like, tweeting back at, like, uh, other tw- uh, people tweeting about the game about how uh, calling the Xbox Series S a potato um, when there are other games, there are, I played multiple games on the series S that run at six, 60 frames per second, 1080. Uh, yes. Um, so it's, I, I can play fucking Fortnite on my series S at 120 frames per second. Uh, yeah. Lower, low, lower resolution, but it's possible. Um, so, so what's I don't, the real potato
1: on all of this? <laughs>
0: yeah. I think you're the potato. Um, <laughs> They should make a, a instead of like you know, on Twitter, you start off with an egg as a, a like as your pitcher. They should, you maybe they should do like one for Rocksteady where you start there and your pitcher is a fuck potato and we, that guy should just, you know what, make that guy the potato, put his face on the potato, make him the potato. Fuck. Um, just it's one of those things where it's like, dude, just you, you're not gonna win, just stop. Like, and I can understand being frustrated and upset about like it seems like a small thing, but it's like you're not the way you're arguing is just not good you don't have like in the you're like insulting um the people like the the consoles that you're putting these games on uh are telling them I'm bad but you say hey buy my game on on this console by the way for 70. uh and like i have been a defender of the $70 price point and i always will be um for the for that price hike um but i can yeah, like it's just it's it, it's I can understand the argument there a little at least quite a bit when it comes to you're putting the better version on PC for sixty for ten dollars yes. less. Um, it's like it's like the revert. Like people are upset. Like the PC versions of like FIFA and NBA Two K and Madden coming the PC are like the the lesser versions of like their the last gen versions. And yes. like I can understand the frustration on those for people. It's bullshit. It shouldn't be like that. Uh. But at least they're they're ten dollars less on on PC. Uh, it's like also and maybe most annoyingly, you're giving PC gamers an easy win over console gamers, and that just irks me even more. It's like <laughs> like they're they're fucking annoying enough as is. Do we need to give them an easy win? Do we need to give them layups? Uh, like they're gonna li- the PC gamers are gonna live on this for decades. Um, th- this will be their one in the holster forever. Um, and that's probably the, the biggest crime in all of this. Um, mm. fucking dorks. Um,
1: <laughs> that's, but, uh, anyways, the point being is like, we want a level playing field across everything, all the platforms and this and that, you know, but with Gotham Knights and stuff, apparently this is not the case at launch right here. And plus we have to wait. They have to, the ones that do invest in the game, they got to wait for the features that were touted and advertised with the co-op stuff and like the four player stuff late october uh, november no late november november 29th in regards to having all this type of feature stuff now this comes this information that we learned this past week comes off the heels of that one video circulating and stuff with like freaking oh god bad girl down to like that freaking ricky martin freaking music oh
0: yeah that um... that
1: that infamous thing that seems so out of was that,
0: was that la vida, la, la vida loca Live in la vida loca yeah 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 like yeah um janet Garcia had like a video out of, she did a preview event and yeah. you play as batgirl and they just yeah they have uh la vida loca playing in the background like randomly it's like this weird weird like this is our girl power thing which <laughs> <you> can, like <laughs> that's cool okay that. like, hey, that's <laughs> like that's like what you're trying to do here but it's like oh. that's your pick like that just seemed like a bit like Hey, that's There's so cool. So much like, better of an idea. Yeah, There's so much like, better
1: of selections.
0: Yeah, like you, if you can like that's cool that you do that. Like I like that's cool. Like they have a girl power moment. Like you can have that. Um yeah. Endgame, Marvel's in, uh, Avengers Endgame. One of the coolest like girl power, you know, like hey, we're badass too uh, of all time in all of entertainment. Um just watch that scene at the in the final, in the end. Uh but um yeah, that's just like man, that's just screams of like obviously publicity like the people like that's this is some telling people like people in the boardrooms like what's a cool thing that one women will like and it's like la vida loca is ricky martin <clears throat> yes they'll love that I'm like i don't think you know your audience uh it's like that guy was popular when i was eight and i'm in my 30s now
1: this is like a fucking Gen Xer trying to come up with some sort of shit that's. This is so a Boomer coming up with something
0: for a Gen for fucking whatever the the Millennial the the I don't know the the SpongeBob Millennials. Um, this is like, uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're saved. Yeah, we're the, we're the, we're the Saved by the Bell Millennials, um, and then you know my sister who was born in two thousand, she's a SpongeBob Millennial. Uh, we, yeah, uh, we're born eighty nine, so we're Saved by the Bell. She's born two thousand. She is um. SpongeBob. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, this is screens of a game that is being rushed out for holidays. And it's really yep. weird because this game was supposed to come out October 25th yes. and they just bumped it up four days for no, for like quietly just bumped it up four days a few months huh. ago. And it's like, why? <laughs> uh, and like, you come out like with three other pretty, not big, you're the biggest game of the four. Uh, but just give yourself more competition. Um, I guess oh, I guess you're trying to get out the week because I I know it makes sense now. I talk as I'm talking because Modern Warfare comes out the 28th. So yeah, I get I get that you want to get at least a week out because by the time your game comes out, the reviews probably for Call of Duty will be out. Um, and no one will care about you anymore. So actually, that's smarter. But yeah, this right. is the screens of a game that's being rushed out to meet holiday demand. If you're like, I bet money that. End of this year, early next year, there's going to be performance mode. There's going to be a patch for 60 frames per second. And the fact that, like, the, the four player mode stuff being six, five, six weeks out later, that just screens of a game that's not quite ready to be out yet. I mean, that's like, that's you've been pushing multiplayer since the get go. We announced this game in 2020. And yeah, here we are.
1: The last thing I will say about Gotham Knights. And all this stuff that's happening around it, it—we've seen it before in the past with other games, where there's smoke, there's fire, and it's leading the clear fire signs, the clear signs of smoke that's festering from this, from this freaking gaming project and stuff, the miscues in regards to the specs of the game releases, the lack of information until like a week out, the whole sp- yeah. footage circulating upon like uh, these weird-ass musical choices and stuff or fight scenes the whole everything else coming Not that, Gables, no, no,
0: that wasn't leaked out that was a part of the preview event that they allowed these people that played it during the preview to put out the, okay, the Vita so Loca thing that. they yes. wanted they wanted you to know about the, the La Vita Loca thing they that they is. were that proud of it that they put it in the preview for you to show other people. <laughs> so that's even more.
1: That's even more of a sign to the yeah. flames. Like festering from the body right there. So <laughs> yeah. With there's smoke there's fire. And quite honestly if we don't see some sort of an inferno. From the Gotham Knights. Then I am going to be entirely surprised.
0: Yeah I, I mean like look. I, I hope to God this game is good. Because I really yeah. want this game. This game looks really good. Like when they showed it off two years ago. It looked incredible. I was blown away by it. Like, it's Assassin's Creed gotham knights but i'm like right. hey as long as you're not like overly bloated uh then this could be fantastic and i really was excited for that and then like the trailer we had like the, the boss fight trailer that we had a couple months ago right it was, right it was the first time they've showed this game off like a dozen times since then and it's just been me to bad since um and maybe it's just the fatigue factor like i remember last like we had this same issue with death loop where like we saw it for like eighteen months at every uh, press conference, showcase, whatever, and we were so sick of that game. By the time it came out, you and I didn't buy it, and then Black Friday we bought it, and yeah. I fucking beat that game in a weekend. I love that game, uh, and the reviews came out and people were giving it tens. So maybe it doesn't feel like it though. But I think people were like so excited about Deathloop, they're just tired of hearing about it. This is just like, man, you guys just have a marketing this poorly, um, and like yeah, like it showed off initially, great. Um, and then like the only reason we even heard about the 30 frames per second thing is because some leaks came out from review process. Um I hope to God that you know the reviews come out next week and this game getting eight. I don't think this game's gonna get nines, but if it comes out oh. and it's getting like it's in the low eights, you know, like it's an eighty one or an eighty two or to like mid eights. I'm
1: expecting mid seventies personally.
0: I'm I yeah, I'm thinking mid seventies is like that's been my guess At for pulse. a while. Like mid... <laughs> To, to me, like, I, I think, I don't think at most, but I think mid-70s is probably where it's going to end up at. Uh, but maybe, like, I'm hoping for, like, you know, a lot of 8s. That'd be great. I hope it does because I, I, I keep talking about this. Like, this would be, like, I'm hoping, like, I always talk about Ubisoft games, style games, map games are right. perfect um, Extra Life games. And I would love for this to come out and then grab it for Extra Life and just play a fuck ton of this game for Extra Life. Um, and then this game be really good. I hope that's the case, but I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I, you know, I, I don't have a lot of faith in it and I don't know if, you know, if, you know, next week we come back to this podcast and we're like, fuck man, oh, you know, it's got an 83 on Metacritic. That'd be awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope for the developers, for the people that want this game, uh, I hope that's the case. Uh, it just, it's just, it seems like the more we hear about this game, the the less likely it's becoming in the I think our, our thoughts on that review score go down and down and down. Um, but, Gills, let's move on here to right. some other news this week. couple small things, not a lot. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales is coming to uh, PC in November. Um, nice. So, yeah, a lot of games come out from PlayStation uh, here. It's, like, really fast. Um, we just had Spider-Man, I think, last month. Uh, I believe um, Sackboy is next week. Okay. Are in two weeks, and then this is coming... Or uh, we had Uncharted this past week. Or no, Uncharted is this coming week. I think it's the 19th. So then, yeah. And so then the week after that, we have Stack Boy. And then a few weeks later, we have uh, Miles Morales. So a lot of uh, PlayStation games come to the PC in a pretty rapid uh, time frame. Um, but they did say uh, that Herman Holst, who's like basically at the right hand of Jim- Jimbo Ryan, um, said that basically uh, PlayStation games will have like at least a year gap in between coming from PlayStation to PC, except for like live service games. He said okay. a lot of those are coming day in day. So we've at least got an idea of like what to expect. Uh, we've already seen like leaks of like Returnal, um, like on Steam. So like, you know, like it's, it's in the back channel. So it's probably coming soon as well. Uh, that's been like a year and a half now. So, uh, yeah, but they did say they want to make $300 million uh, in profit and, and, uh place and profits from uh, PC sales. So, I guess is how you do it. So, um, just put a fuck ton of them out, and some of your bigger games. Um, and then, uh, last but not least, here we have uh, Final Fantasy 7, First Soldier. Remember this game, Gibbles?
1: Somewhat. It was the mobile game that we saw. Like it was the battle royale that, game. Yeah, it was that battle royale game we saw that Square Enix thing yep. months ago.
0: Yep. And well, they so they, they were like announcing like season three or four for that mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it's closing in January.
1: <laughs> this. This game is last year, quite hilarious. We just saw footage of like uh, the whole season three and four thing being introduced. into in this June. game uh, in June. Yes. And then all of a sudden, randomly this week, they announced that, hey, we're going to be closing this in January.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, that makes two games this year that they've announced uh, that have closed in less than a year. We just had Babylon's yep. Fall. They yep. announced they're closing that in February, less than a year after the game came out. Um, they published that game. I know, obviously, this is a mobile game, but uh, it didn't look bad. It looked like a half-assed, decent um, mobile game. But I'm like, man, like, why didn't you just like just throw that on like S- Switch or consoles or something? Like, I don't think it would have made a huge difference, but maybe it could have. I don't know. But like, uh, it actually didn't look that bad. So, um, but yeah, uh, but let's move on to what we've been playing. Gables. Uh, tell me about what you've been playing
1: yeah all right so the better part of this week i've been playing more so of games on the new n64 that i have and i went back to playing a game that i had played plenty last week but i actually finished up the rest of it this week and that was wcw nwo revenge that's such a fun ass game i've played it off and on for years i've Decided to go through and do what I generally do, and that's go through every single one of the championship modes and stuff, and acquire new and like just place new champions in the head of it. So starting off and stuff were like uh, the TV title stuff. I had one of the characters that the developers made, which was Amon, which is uh, a ninja with all these various like uh, crazy like aerial acrobatic stuff. But uh, he that was kind of easy to go through that particular mode and stuff because how the championship mode stuff in WCW and Revenge is structured is you have nine wrestlers. The ninth one is the champion in regards to that or champions in that regards. So you get to face off and beat eight other opponents and then you go forth. you face the champion in the ninth bout. The TV title stuff. I took care of that for the tag team titles. I had my initial champions which were La Parca and Psychosis and stuff. And so I've Went through the whole rigmarole with uh, Aki Man and Shogun, two other creative characters that were put in the game by uh, Aki Corporation and stuff when they were developing the game. And went through all that. It was so funny because I would initially go forth and like I was having a hard time playing with both of them at the same time because they're so unique in regards to some of their skill sets that when I try to do some double team stuff, my natural default is, that okay, let's just do some mini shin kicks or something to the guy's face and stuff and see if I can go and... Do like a quick submission or two and try to tap them out that way. Turns out, I have the game on the normal difficulty, right? It's it's pretty difficult to try to tap someone out in terms of like a tag team match. Especially when like the difficulty is kind of ramp up like a little bit from bout to bout. Like the first bout or two, it's not going to be that difficult. They give you like somebody like uh, maybe someone you can go like build off of or something. But the opponents they give you first and foremost is random. So the random tag teams you'll face, like, like, for example, it's like I had LaParca and Psychosis as the champions, right? I got to face off against tag teams like Harlem Heat, like Booker T, Stevie Ray and stuff. And uh, obviously the Outsiders, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash and stuff was another bout and stuff. But, uh, yeah, the tag team stuff, that was pretty fun. Try to go through that. I went through the entirety of the United States title scene and stuff with uh, King Tonga, also known as Meng in WCW. That was fun as hell because it's like it was basically me just like just 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 beating, kicking the shit out of people and stuff. And just using the Tonga death grip and stuff to like not the thing about his signature move is he'll go for just a blatant choke. Right. And he'll pin him for like one, two, three. But it's totally inaccurate to what they initially would have done in WCW to where if you had the tongue of death grip like put on you or something by like Ming and stuff, any type of jobber would just be like choked out, and it would just be like an automatic TKO and they would just go and like uh you know, be counted out or whatever the fuck. Not counted out, but like it would be like a TKO, quintessentially, counting that those type of matches. But uh that one wasn't as difficult. But it was kind of hilarious, like facing off against different opponents and stuff. Like, uh, I'm not sure. I think maybe Chavo Guerrero Jr. was inside one of them. Like Alex Wright, I think it was another. I think what's kind of hilarious is like Hollywood Hogan was actually inside of one of the the bouts and stuff. What like, What's Hollywood doing inside here? I thought it was like more of a world heavyweight type of thing only. But uh, yeah, that was pretty fun to do that. Then and so the cruiserweight title, the cruiserweight stuff, I had. Uh, D. Malenko, yeah, D. Malenko was the champion that I had initially, and so I decided to go through the entirety of it as Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon, one of my absolute favorite wrestlers back in WCW because of his antics. Him, Rey Mysterio Jr., Chris Jericho, D. Malenko, those core four were fantastic in WCW. For Ultimo Dragon and stuff, it was so fun because... I basically know his skill set, right? I know his moves, like the, the dragon sleeper. That's one of his default, like a uh, down grapple, like submission holds and stuff. But, uh, he has a reversal and stuff to where he does his weird thing to where he basically holds onto the back of the opponent's head and stuff like that. Then he'll flip himself up and it'll just go as like a, some sort of like acrobatic, like uh snapmare or some crazy crap is that. <laughs> but, uh, what's kind of hilarious is I got it down to a T to where I would beat opponents by doing like a, by beat down opponents, by doing like a, a crazy ass, like dive to the outside, right. To where they get knocked off the ropes. And all of a sudden I go and bounce off the ropes and time it just right to where they're just going to be getting off the ground and stuff. Get, uh, come to and stuff. And I just do like a, a, suicide through the middle ropes and stuff. And just knock just, just basically just knock them out, like across things. But, uh, I did that. I did a whole bunch of various stuff. I had good bouts with... Uh, yeah, I had good bouts with uh, Rey Mysterio, with Chris... Not, no, actually, Chris Jericho was one of the ones that interfered. I didn't really have a chance to face him in the middle of the stuff, but I got a chance to fight against Disco Inferno. I mean, it, the game is random when it comes to selecting the characters. And the thing about the cruiserweights, you have like two, you yeah, have like like two bars, bars or something like that, like two separate bars or something to choose wrestlers from. So it's more like... There's anywhere between like six to about thirteen cruiserweights in the entire game, but most of them be the guys you would expect, you know. Like uh, you have Psychosis, you have Rey Mysterio, Hibito Guerrera, you had Ultimo Dragon, Alex Wright, obviously Disco and Inferno and stuff, and like others. But uh, yeah, that was entirely fun. What was most hilarious is I was going through the World Heavyweight Championship thing because <laughs> I had the champion as Diamond Dallas Page. Right? Diamond Ellis Page, excellent wrestler. biggest One of the biggest underdogs in that entire scene and stuff. Definitely a worthy world champion. I decided to go through with one of the creative characters, Dr. Frank. To be perfectly honest with you, throughout this whole entire playthrough, I set everything to Halloween Havoc because mm. of the theme for the month. Halloween, yeah. WCW, they'd have this uh, pay per view event called Halloween Havoc. It was so fun because there was a unique type of set, this and that. As a matter of fact, I know they're going to be having Halloween Havoc for NXT this oh. upcoming Saturday, I think. Or was it next Saturday?
0: I think it's. I thought it was Tuesday.
1: No, 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 no. Is it a, I, is don't it a, I don't think it's. Oh, is it its own
0: event? I thought it was. A...
1: It's its own event this time okay. around. You just put this... it on. You just be like, oh, look it up. I think it is, but I think this coming Tuesday, it's like uh, they have the whole setup stuff for leading into Halloween Havoc on Saturday, but. Anyway, I just had the entire set of my championship things take place inside of Halloween Havoc. So, like I was stating, Dr. Frank, you know, the Halloween theme and stuff.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's next Saturday.
1: Yeah, the whole Halloween theme stuff. It was kind of hilarious because my first opponent that I faced off was Hollywood Hogan. And the biggest hilarious thing about it is uh, the special for Dr. Frank is he has the big swing, like a Cesaro type of style, Mm -hmm. a big swing. But he... But when he goes through and does the big, like, swing, he does this big old, like, this, like, this, this like, shout, like, whoa, or something, <laughs> as he's doing all like, the big swing, or, like, he's doing the whole punches in the corner and stuff for the 10 and stuff, and, like, this and that, though. But one of the moves I kept using over and over again, like, with him and also with Ming, with the, with the U.S. title run, was there's this move where you can grapple someone in the back, and all of a sudden you can do this big clothesline to the back of their head, you know, just, like, just to push just to hit them and get them all over the map, mat and stuff. I would set that up in the corner, so that way when I have Dr. Frank climb the top rope, he does this, like, freaking knee drop or something, the one knee where they land this knee, and then they just go, like, somersault over and stuff to try to clear it, like, clear up to the next move and stuff. But that was, that was definitely a fun one, because it's like, I went through him, I actually went through, like, a whole bunch of other, like, uh, random wrestlers, including Diamond Dallas Page himself. I mean, the matchup with Diamond Dallas Page, that one took over 10 minutes. Actually, a lot of the matches that I had throughout every single one of these championship runs, they ended up with me almost getting top by the number one scoring ranks inside of almost near all of them. Ultimo Dragon was like number two. I think it was only like maybe a few thousand away from topping that one. For the tag team one, I wasn't even anywhere close to the top five. But with Doctor Frank, in regards to the World Heavyweight Championship, I was number one because I had gotten over seven thousand some odd points or some shit, No, seven hundred thousand some odd points with him. But uh, yeah, you know what? The overall experience with WCW and WWE over Revenge is like I really enjoy that game. The music scores and stuff, the wrestlers. Yeah, it was a bit more simplistic as opposed to. Games I would play later, like WrestleMania 2000, and then No Mercy. Obviously, not to mention the acclaimed wrestling games like with uh, Warzone, Attitude, <laughs> and that stuff.
0: <laughs> the acclaimed,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 I, I know what you did there. AW
0: Ta- a W the A W champions. <laughs> I know what you did there, Davis.
1: Yeah, but uh, when it comes to that game, there's definitely a reason why it's one of my favorite games on the system itself. But uh, other than that, though, I didn't really play too much of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> but Tyler, what have you been playing?
0: Uh I bought, I'm not gonna lie. I played about 45 minutes of Scorn today. It's on Game Pass. It's that weird penis looking game. Um, that they had the, um, I think it was the Xbox event uh, in 2020 when they were showing. I think it was like when the like they had like that third party Xbox event. Showing off third-party games coming to game uh, to uh, Xbox uh, to the new Series S and X, um, yeah. And like I remember, I was telling you before the show, like I, I it was weird. I remember at the time thinking it was like, oh, it looks like a like a Doom-style shooter game, like but like uh-huh. a really weird kind of cool-looking art style. And then the last couple months now, I like I watched a couple preview events about a couple preview coverages over it, and. A lot of people were talking. Oh no, it's more of like a, a platformer, or it's like a, it's more of a puzzle-solving game. And then some people thought it was like a horror game, like kind of like Outlast or something. Or mm. uh, and then no, it's actually just like people. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I I know of the game, but I didn't really know much about it. A lot of people just compare it to Mist, and it's literally just a puzzle puzzle game. Um, like just a very unique. I mean, it's it's definitely like graphically, it's very very pretty, even on the Xbox Series S. Um, even though I know it's a potato of a console, allegedly um but um yeah i don't know like it looks i mean if you like that kind of art style like it's definitely this is definitely a type of game that like if this like if this style this this um visual style is aesthetically pleasing to you uh and this gameplay this game style is is something you like then definitely i could see why you really like this type of game um i just the noises in the things going into things um it's just yeah, it's just uh, not not liking that and then i'm like playing the game uh <laughs> just not a big fan of that gables um very a lot of ooh, weird chills here and not the good chills were like oh extra life is three weeks away i'm excited chills like oh like like the thought of like a spider crawling across your leg kind of chills uh which i, I think it's probably what they're going for. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like that. Uh, you know, it's like, remember like we had that big thing in like the two thousands of like the gore porn type movies where it's like hostile yeah. and shit where it's like, it's not like we're not scaring you. Like jump scares. It's like we're just gonna like, are like saw gross out scary. Yeah. It's gross <laughs> out scary. And it's, that's kind of what this feels like a little bit. Uh, but it's, it's a puzzle game. Um, and like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, like I said, I want to play for 45 minutes. Uh, I don't know. I, it's just not for me. I'm not bashing the game. It's not something I want. It's not something I'm interested in. Um, maybe if it was a Doom style shooter. I'd be more interested in, but that's just me. Uh, I love Doom. Uh, but I mean, that's not what this game is. That's not what they're going for. I'm not going to sit there and knock this game for that. But uh, yeah, that's all I've been playing. But like, yeah, like yeah. this time next week, though, Gables, we're going to have uh, a lot of games to talk about. Um, yes, we are. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to have to like call in or something one of these days. <laughs> um, this bill play these games. Um, I was like, start bringing my Switch with me to work so I can play on my lunch break. Um, but yeah, um, it's all I've been playing too. So, I, you know, like I said, like the last I played more Splatoon. That's pretty much it. Um, just mm-hmm. kind of uh, waiting for this onslaught here. You know, schedule is cleared for games for these. So yeah. Um, but if you liked all that, please uh, like, follow, subscribe. Um, look down the show descriptions. You'll see all of our links to. Uh, Facebook, Extra Life, Twitter, a Podcast, Spotify, um, Anchor, YouTube, all those fun things. Please go down there, click, like, follow, subscribe, share, five-star reviews. I mean, you could help us out. We really, 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 really would appreciate it if you did that for us. Um, but, yeah, I was your host, I was Tyler,
1: And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, play some fun games. And thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk-Nerds Dash Podcast. And hey, Gables? Yeah. Where's Mario's
0: ass?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. Uh, mm, Well, we'll guess we'll have to figure out that mystery next week. (laughs) Yes.
0: Come come back next week and we'll find. We'll we'll have Mario's ass. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys.
1: See ya.